Welcome to the True Elegance Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bumia Kikube, also known as Dr. B. Through solo episodes and guest sessions, we delve into the timeless qualities of style, grace, and sophistication and uncover what makes you truly elegant. So sit back, relax, and let's get started on this empowering journey of becoming truly elegant. Hello, Elegant Tribe. Welcome to another episode of the True Elegance Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bumiaki Kube, also known as Dr. B. And on this week's episode of the True Elegance Podcast, I'll be talking about loving your shape. For those of you that are new on here, you're very, very welcome. And if you haven't subscribed, make sure you subscribe <laughs> so you can stay up to date on all the goodies that are coming through from this podcast, not only from me, but from my amazing guests. And I want to use this opportunity to say thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone that has been on so far and everyone that has left a comment, sent a message. I see them all and I truly, truly appreciate them. What is the, what is the True Elegance podcast in case you're new here? The True Elegance podcast is the podcast where we talk about how your inner beauty radiates on the outside to breathe elegance, confidence. So it's not just about the outward appearance. Yes, we want you to be elegant. We want you to be beautiful. We want you to show your beautiful self wherever you are. But it all starts from the inside. If you're if you don't have much value on the inside, there's really nothing much you're showing on the outside. Or even if you fake it for a while, at some point, <laughs> it's all going to show up. So welcome to this week's episode. And this week, I'll be talking about loving your shape. Shape, 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 shape. So the society has paid so much attention to our shape, our figure, you know, as women, many of us judge ourselves based on what we see on TV, what we see portrayed as the ideal. Um, you know, there's so many descriptions of what our shape could be. So you could be pear-shaped, you could be triangular-shaped, you could be apple-shaped, <laughs> you could be an hourglass shape, um, which I think some people call figure eight, you know. You want to have those calves at the right places and be slim in those places <laughs> and all that. But today, I'm really not talking about your body figure or your shape, but I'm using shape as an acrostic to define how you can continue to radiate true elegance every day. So this, um, just a disclaimer, is adopted from the famous book by Rick Warren, the Purpose Driven Life. If you haven't read that book, <laughs> go get it. It will help you to walk in purpose in life. So Rick came up with this acrostic shape, S-H-A-P-E, which basically stands for S, your spiritual gift. H is your heart. A, abilities. P, personality. And E, experiences. So most of what I'll be saying today is adapted from that book, but I'll just add a few things here and there. So your shape basically is what makes you unique. It's the special ingredients that God put on the inside of you thought about creating you. It's what makes you special. It's what provides your unique expressions in life. It, it's what radiates your area of expertise. 
And you're the way you are because you were made for a specific purpose. So many times, um, you know, we compare ourselves with each other. <laughs> we want to be like that person or the other person. But you'll find out that no matter how similar folks can be, there's still always something extra that differentiates one person from the other. So I hope at the end of our session today, you know, you'll learn to appreciate yourself so much more. You'll learn to appreciate the gifts God has put on the inside of you. And you'll own yourself, you know, you'll be your unique self so that you can radiate your true elegance to the world around you. So I'm going to start with the first letter of the acrostic, which is the S. And the S stands for spiritual gifts. You know, many of us have gifts and talents and everything. Whatever gift or talent you have, it's all from above. It's from God. And that's where that S stands for. So all the gifts that we have are from above. And um, God gives special gifts to believers, those who believe in God, believe in Jesus Christ at the time when we give our lives to God. Um, and those things are called gifts because we couldn't have crafted it ourselves. It's like opening a gift and finding out what is inside. And the more you open it, you know, sometimes some people play tricks and they wrap up maybe a ring or a candy <laughs> in such a huge package. So, you know, you keep unwrapping and unwrapping and unwrapping. And that's how I want you to think of the gifts that God has given you. You know, the more you unwrap them, the closer you get to finding that hidden treasure that is on the inside of you. So God has given us gifts and he wants us to unwrap them. He wants us to use them, not just for ourselves, but for the benefits of other people around us. And there's so many variety of gifts so that we can love and help each other. If I had all the gifts in the world, then I probably wouldn't need you because I'm like, well, I got everything. I don't need anybody. <laughs> but because we all have unique gifts that merge into each other and blend into each other and help each other, we need each other. And so we express those gifts that God has given us. So that's basically the S. And the H stands for your heart. Your heart is basically, you know, your heart beats what beats in your heart? What are your passions? What are the things that excite you? You know, we're, we're all different, even in that as well, because what you care about might be different from what I care about, but everyone's cares and interests are important. So don't ignore your interests. Don't ignore your heart's passions. And this kind of ties into the next one, which is the A. The A stands for the abilities. So our heart and our abilities are kind of tied together. So um, if I love kids, for example, you know, I have some friends that really, really love kids. <laughs> Mind you, I have kids and I do love kids, but I see some folks that, you know, and I'm sure, I wonder if any of you have encountered them as well, like the love and passion they have for these kids, even kids that are not their own is so amazing. And so they have that ability to be able to relate with kids at that level. They have the passion to work with kids. They can travel over many countries or continents just to connect with kids and see that they're doing well and they're doing okay. So, you know, that's an example of how your heart and your abilities tie together. And God has given us so many abilities. Abilities are the things that we're naturally born with. 
So some folks are gifted in gifts like speaking, um, you know, they can talk, talk, talk. They can get anybody to talk. They can speak in any environment. I don't think I'm necessarily there. <laughs> I do some of that when I have to. But some folks are talented in speaking. Some folks are talented in writing, you know, um, writing lots of books, writing poems, even everyday communication. Sometimes when some people craft some emails, you're like, wow, this person is a talented communicator because they're able to express everything in their mind in writing and it makes sense to the person reading it. And, you know, sometimes these folks um, are used in negotiation, you know, to be able to craft words in the right way that triggers the right thing in the person they're passing the message across to. And interestingly, you know, it could be a message that if an ordinary person said it would have gotten the person annoyed and angry and flare up, but you know, some folks have the gift to be able to craft this message in a way that passes the message across without necessarily triggering anything <laughs> beyond the normal. So, so many gifts out there, you know, we know of athletes, you know, some people are talented in basketball, football, soccer, whatever it might be. Um, some are talented in decorating and baking, you know, things like that. I'm a planner. I like planning. <laughs> I can plan from today till eternity. You know, I like attention to details. I want to know, okay, even though the program we have might not be until next year, January, I want to know, okay, what are we supposed to be doing in January of this year so that the outcome next year will be great? What are the things we need to follow up in June? July, you know, December, when we're 30 days countdown and everything. These are all gifts, talents, and abilities that God has given us. So I just want to encourage you, you know, in this session today to dig deeper into your into yourself and find out what are those natural gifts, what are those talents that, and abilities that God has given you, and noticing them, how you're expressing it in your heart and in your passion, you know, um, because those are the things that will make you live a life of purpose and, of course, exude true elegance, which is what we're all about. All your skills and talents are not to be wasted. They're supposed to be used for your benefit and the benefits of others. Um, so we're still talking about shape. We've talked about S-H-A. And now I'll go on to the P. The P stands for your personality. So, um, and I'm sure that is no news to you that each of us, um, we're different in our personalities. People are different. You know, my previous ex episode, I was chatting with Erin and, you know, we were talking about the introverts and the extroverts, you know, some people are introverted, some people are extroverted, some people like um, routines, you know, doing the same thing every day. While some of us like flexibility, <laughs> I don't like routines. I don't like doing the same thing every day. I like switching it up a bit um, and staying flexible. And sometimes that gets my husband mad because it's like, oh, you've moved the goalpost again. Um, I thought <laughs> this was what you said. But, you know, I don't do it too often. But when something becomes too routine and redundant, it sometimes gets at me. But that's just me, but it's not necessarily in everything. So some of you might be like me, but we each have our unique personalities, 
Um, some, you know, the various personality assessments that are out there, some are considered sanguine, choleric. Um, sometimes, you know, in the workplace, we talk about DISC, the DISC, different kind of personalities. So those are also part of the things that make us unique in our own right. And we don't have to fear or be afraid of who we are. We can show forth our personality and that attracts, you know, the people we need to us and hopefully repels <laughs> the people that we don't need. Um, but being who we are and embracing our personality gives us satisfaction and fulfillment in life. And there's really no right or wrong. No personality is boring. So just be yourself, embrace yourself <laughs> and enjoy who you are. Um, and the last of the acrostic, you know, E refers to experiences. So we go through various experiences in life as individuals that sometimes shape us into who we are. You know, it defines our true elegance. Some of those experiences can be positive. Some of them are sometimes negative, which we wonder, like, why did this happen? How did this happen? But, you know, there's sometimes some circumstances that are beyond our control and we shouldn't necessarily always beat ourselves up if things don't go the way we planned. But can we step back and think and look and just kind of think through like, okay, why did this happen? Did I have any part to play in it? Um, if I did, then how can I avoid, you know, the bad experience from happening again? And if I didn't, well, what lesson can I learn from it? that I can adapt to my life or help someone else not to fall into the same mistakes. So experiences in life teach us and shape who we are. And, um, you know, some of them are good. Like I said, some are bad. <laughs> and we get these experiences from so many avenues. Sometimes it could be from our careers. So vocational experiences in which, you know, we're learning on the go, we're developing skills, we're building up and we're teaching others. Some of these experiences could come through our families, the families we grew up in. Um, many of us, not all of us grew up in a nuclear family where the mother, dad were always present. Some of us come from single family homes. Some of us come from super extended family where there were so many kids in the house and aunts and uncles, you know, and some were maybe like the only child. <laughs> so, for example, growing up as an only child might determine how your outlook on life compared to someone who grew up around lots of nephews, nieces, aunties, uncles living in their household. But the beautiful thing is God has a purpose for that. And the more you embrace it, the more you can discover why you grew up that way. Um, so those experiences are there. Sometimes we have spiritual experiences, maybe in our service or in our volunteering or ministries in life. Like, um, so growing up, you know, my, my experiences vary in so many ways. But just to mention a few, for example, I grew up in a family of four girls. We were four girls in our family. From there, um, you know, elementary school, I went to a mixed school, but um, let's see, middle school, high school, which is um, secondary school um, in parts of Africa. 
I went to an only girls school, girls only school. So it was all females in that school <laughs> for my six years there. So you can imagine, you know, that kind of shaped me in a different way from someone that went to a school where there were both males and females. And then moving on in life, you know, in college, I was in a mixed <laughs> college where there were guys, guys and ladies again. And, you know, the experience just continues to shape like that. But, you know, in many ways, I find myself drawn to female-oriented things, you know. Um, I remember back in college, I served as the female affairs minister. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot that for a second. Yes, um, thanks to some of my friends, they were like, Bumi, you can do it. We'll support you. <laughs> because then I couldn't even think of doing anything in politics. I was kind of coming out of my shyness and everything. But they were like, Bumi, you can do it. We'll support you. And they did support me. And interestingly, I won and I served as the female affairs minister for a year or a little over a year. And that was, you know, another interesting experience that shaped my life. Um, you know, I could keep on talking about so many experiences, but I want you to also take a moment after this podcast to write down some of those experiences that you've gone through and kind of look at them and reflect on them, how they provide value to who you are now and where you find yourself. And, you know, as we're living, even in this present moment, in the future, in five, 10 years time, we'll be looking back at this time and seeing what lessons we've learned from this experience. So our experiences in life do shape us. You know, I've talked about the good parts. I've also had bad experiences. You know, I've had situations where, you know, I've seen someone pass away, someone very close and dear to me, um, even a young one for that matter. And, you know, those things kind of strike a chord in your heart. I've failed exams before <laughs> where I thought, oh, I was a genius and forget about it, I can do this. But I've had to reset exams because life just happened. And, you know, it wasn't any reason to give up, but it was the encouragement to keep going, um, tapping into all the tools and resources I had that supported me to go through that stage. So my question for you today is what will you do with the experiences you've gone through? And, you know, there'll be low seasons in our lives, there'll be high seasons in our lives, but each of these experiences are important and they shape us into who, who we are. And the beautiful thing that comes out of the experiences is when you're, you know, sometimes vulnerable enough to share it with other people, or you step into a place of service or volunteering where you're able to help other people that are going through those experiences. So... I hope this has been helpful today. Um, you can discover your shape. You can love your shape. You can improve on your shape. You can improve on yourself. And those are actually the measures that make you truly elegant beyond the glam and the glitz that we see on the outside. There's so much more that God has deposited on the inside of you that he wants you to use as a blessing to the whole world. So love yourself love your shape, discover it so much more in many ways. If you need help in discovering your shape, um, building up your image, revamping your image, I'm here to help you. I'm a certified coach, a lifestyle and executive coach for professional women. I can help you through that um, because 
trust me, you're unique <laughs> and no one is the same as you. Like you can have the same gifts, you can have the same talents, but you know, your experiences and the way everything blends together into a beautiful presentation is different for each person. And so I celebrate you today. I know you're unique and you're special and thank you for being on this podcast. Again, if you haven't subscribed, please subscribe <laughs> on YouTube, follow on all podcasts. Um, you can listen on all podcast platforms. We're on Apple, Spotify, Google, and all of them. And I actually want you to leave a comment wherever you're listening or watching today. What resonates with you the most in today's session? And until next time, see you and stay truly elegant. Be sure to subscribe so you'll be the first to be notified of every new episode. Leave a review and share this podcast with that elegant lady in your life. This is a space where we can come together to empower and inspire each other and live feeling elevated and enlightened. See you in the next episode.